Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer We're gonna check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I am Dylan Hafer and (laughs) We are cooking with gas Because Top Chef is back It is It's Friday, and I am here with a brand new episode of Top Chef International All-Stars to discuss the season premiere of this historic season. And you know what? After a week of Scandaval, look, I have enjoyed the Scandaval as much as anyone. Enjoyed is a a strange word because it's, it's a tough time emotionally, but it has been an unprecedented period. Un, un, unpre- unprecedented period of us coming together as a community, as Team Ariana, all of us, one and all, to to really uh, you know come together for the for the common good. But it has been a stressful week. It's been busy. It's been hard to focus. I've every morning I've woken up and something is happening on Instagram from seven hours ago because I'm on the East Coast and all these Vanderpump idiots are on the west coast and they can't ever post anything during business hours it's been a week and i'm so glad to be here back on a friday just me myself you and all of all of us talking about top chef i love top chef if you if you were here for the bonus episodes last year you know that i love getting into top chef every week we just do a quick little 10 15 minute recap uh, go over the most important things, react to everything, um, and then I'll send you on your merry way for the weekend. So I am excited to be back for this season. And also, I had the chance earlier this week to sit down with Top Chef Portland finalist and now Top Chef All-Star contestant Don Burrell. I talked to her about her whole Top Chef journey experience. Uh, that is going to be on Monday's Mention It All episode, along with some more uh, Scandaval updates, whatever happens over the weekend. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss Dawn, so you don't miss any of the news, and you know lots more good stuff coming down the pipeline. But now let's uh, let's away to London for Top Chef the premiere. This season, it's a little different. If you are just catching up, we are doing international all-stars. So that means we have 16 chefs that are finalists and winners from 11 different international Top Chef franchises. I always, I've said a lot, I think Top Chef does one of the best jobs of any show on television, let alone not just Bravo, of incorporating diversity in in so many different ways, from the contestants to the challenges to the guest judges to the types of food they're using, the locations, the all of every every part of it feels genuinely so creative and diverse and you know just individual. And bringing people together from around the world that have competed in different Top Chef franchises is so brilliant to me. Like what a what a great idea! I want to see the best chefs from from Thailand and 
the Middle East and Mexico and Brazil and Spain and France and Germany and Poland. This is, I mean, chef's kiss. Great job. Top chef's kiss. Top chef's kiss of the week goes to the top chef producers. Um, but we are in London. Padma tells us that this season, the cash prize of $250,000 is furnished by Saratoga Spring Water. It, that is my favorite thing about Top Chef. Not the, not the cooking, not the challenges, but hearing about who is furnishing these, these lovely prizes. And uh, thank you to Saratoga Spring Water. Um, they are not a sponsor of this podcast yet. But they are a sponsor of Top Chef, and you know, congrats, congratulations! Um, it is fun to get to meet all these new people. We have people from all over the world. Um, there's a man named Ali from Top Chef Middle East North Africa, who is a, a, a if I do say so myself, a fucking snack. Um, you know, we've got Dawn, who I was excited to see again. Like I said, I talked to her, but you know, she immediately is like, "Yeah, I, last time I didn't win because I couldn't get my food on the plate in time." She knows what she has to work on. Um, it's fun to see everyone. And of course, we go right into a quick fire. This quick fire, they have three minutes and they get five ingredients from the pantry, but there's no protein. Where's the protein? Well, <laughs> Gail and Tom roll out this big, big ass table covered in seafood. I just love this show. Being back with Padma and Gail and Tom and we're in London. It just feels like home. So they each ha they have to team up with another chef and use their five ingredients that they got from the pantry, plus one of the proteins from the table, and make a seafood dish. Um, and this is great. It's it's interesting to see the differences a little bit from the international Top Chef franchises, um, because uh, this man, uh, uh, Samuel, I think his name is, from Top Chef France, he's like, the shortest time we ever had on Top Chef France was 90 minutes. 90 minutes. That is luxurious. That is leisurely. Imagine if Don had had 90 minutes for some of those challenges. These quick fires, we're doing, we're doing 20, we're doing 30, we're doing sometimes 15. Forget about last chance kitchen. They're, they're cooking in five minutes. 90 minutes. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see kind of whether the people that have are used to the typical top chef, I guess, US format have any sort of leg up. I love Sylvia with a W, Sil Sylvia from Poland, saying that Buddha was a little bit of a snob on his season. Not wrong, but, you know, they work together and, uh, you know, they do well in the challenge. Um, some of uh, this show, I always forget how technical and impressive the food is. And then I'm looking at these dishes and I'm like, I don't know what half of these things are. What is turbot? Like turbo with a T on the end, like turbo tax without the axe, uh, cabbage poached salmon, langoustines with gremolata, a cacio e pepe risotto with oyster. That sounded really delicious to me because I love cacio e pepe. I love risotto, but also making risotto in a, in a quick challenge, you're in danger. Like they're lucky that this is in the quick fire because risotto it wasn't done. It wasn't cooked. It was it was a little too al dente. 
but it's fun to get to meet everyone to get a little more sense of their personalities. Um, there's a woman named Begonia from Spain. I like her a lot. There's Luciana from Brazil. She seems fun. They're serving a scallop with a shot of lobster water. We're doing lobster water this season, people. This is, this is major. But anyway, um, Luciana and Gabri are in the top. Sylvia and Buddha are in the top, despite Buddha being a little bit of a snob. Um, and Sarah and Dale are in the top. They are the winners of the challenge. Um, they made uh, a langoustines with gramolata. Sounds delicious. A langoustine is like a lobster, right? I'm not making that up. Anyway, I'm. I I the last thing I ate was like a rice krispie treat that was in the office that looked. Uh, delicious. It had like lucky charm pieces in it. So I don't know if I'm the person to evaluate the food on Top Chef, but I am. I do enjoy watching it. That leads us to the elimination challenge. Um, their challenge this week is to make a vegetable forward dish with protein as a seasoning or accent. So this is interesting because it's not a vegetarian dish or a vegan dish or uh, anything of that nature, but it's important to highlight highlight the vegetable it should be the star of the dish so it's not a vegetarian dish but it is a vegetable dish and this is important because obviously they're expected to use some type of protein they're expected to have people are using meat people are using fish people are using seafood you know there's lots of different options but the vegetable has to be the thing i think that's really beautiful because you know vegetables don't always get like the the spotlight and I think it's nice that they got that time, really. They still go to Whole Foods. I didn't know they had Whole Foods in London, so that's chic. Uh, but they they get their dollar amount that they get to spend, because it's in pounds, not in dollars. So I guess it's a pound amount. Isn't that fun? I guess this is I guess this should be really obvious to me that it's like, ooh, you're gonna have 250 pounds to spend. But something about it, I'm like, oh, that's quaint. Maybe I should. I need to travel more. I haven't been out of the country in a minute. I'm like, oh, no dollars. I know that they don't use dollars in the UK. I, I probably sound very stupid, but I did not know that they had Whole Foods there. So that's exciting. I guess Amazon has uh, sunk its teeth into um, the continent of Europe. <sighs> Sylvia says she wants to be on Love Island, and girl, I can relate. Top Chef is one of those things. I, I talked to Dawn, who, by the way, Dawn Burrell, if you're not aware of her background, she went to the fucking Olympics in the year 2000. She was a long jumper. Who knew? I knew. I asked her about it. She said that Top Chef is like the hardest thing she's ever done in her life. And she went to the Olympics. So it, Top Chef, obviously, cool. You you love food. You're passionate. But like, wouldn't it be a little more fun to be on Love Island? You get to kick back with your water bottle wear that little microphone around your neck and just like make out with people talk shit. I don't know. I don't really watch love Island. I'm too busy with Bravo, but I feel you, Sylvia top chef is hard work. Everybody that gets everybody that goes on top chef after the season should get like a two week tropical vacation on Bravo's dime. Cause they are busting their asses in these kitchens working hard calling all my honeys support for today's episode comes from honey love whether you're a bride a wedding guest or simply seeking everyday smoothing honey love is the go-to for all things shapewear 
Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence thanks to Honeylove. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. But anyway, back to the challenge. Charbel. He's just making onions and chicken jus, which everybody's like, it sounds a little basic. And yeah, and I can't argue. It sounds a little basic. Sounds like something you could get at Arby's. Obviously, he's not doing like Arby's f- food. It's like it's giving like French dip sandwich, you know, um, but more on that later. Gabri in the kitchen spills water in Don's pan. And I, Don is trying to make these onion patties. And it's just like, Gabri's like sloshing around the kitchen, just like freewheeling. Like he, like nobody else needs the space. Use your brain. And Don said, she's not mad. She just is bad with time and like good for her. But like, get the fuck out of the way. I always wonder with Top Chef, because for the most part, obviously there have been moments in past seasons that have gotten a little more tense, a little more, you know, not everybody is always, you know, BFFs with each other in the kitchen. But I always wonder, like, these people are very competitive. Don't they ever just fucking hate each other? Like, if it was day two, or uh, I guess, yeah, day two in the kitchen, it's the first elimination challenge, and I'm out here fighting for my life 
I have flown across the country. I have cleared my schedule for a month, left my responsibilities at home to be here. And I'm making my onion patty. And you're just like running around the kitchen, splishing, splashing water everywhere. Get your shit together. Like, leave me out of it. Mind your own fucking station. Stay away from me. And Dawn ends up in the bottom. I was, uh, you know, <laughs> not to go too hard on Capri because he's also in the bottom. <laughs> and to his credit, you know, the judges voice their concerns about Dawn's dish and Gabri speaks up and he he offers up the information of what he did to I definitely think what he did made Dawn's dish weaker. And I appreciated that he uh, you know, called himself out for that. Because I do think it I don't know if Dawn would have gone home otherwise, but I think it sort of it it elevated her one notch up. And in the end, Samuel went home. And I was fine with that, you know? He made uh, a tiger prawn with some veggies. I don't know. I was trying to take notes of like everybody's dish. And at a certain point, I, I think I wrote the word veggies like six times because it's all just veggies. Like two people. Okay. Two people did cassava. Cool. The two people did eggplant. Somebody did cauliflower. We have the onions, which actually, you know, he won the challenge. So good for him. Not so basic. Not so Arby's anymore. But like, okay, so we got a garden salad. That's veggies. Tiger prawn with veggies. Summer bass with garden veggies. That's what Nicole made. Uh, glazed and pickled veggies. That's all I wrote for Amar. Like, I don't, I will say when it's like a vegetable challenge, it's hard to be like super inspired. Because everything they were making looked beautiful. Like the plating was great, whatever. But it's like, okay, it's still just like, eggplant with sauce it's still just like carrots i i can't get excited about carrots you guys i don't even i don't dislike carrots but it's like it's carrots so i'm hoping i really enjoyed this episode not to be not to be a downer i'm hoping that next week is like a little more like showstoppery i don't know but anyway charbel wins for understanding the onion by the way, he's only 25 and he won the Middle East North Africa franchise six months ago before filming this. What? What am I? What the fuck am I doing with my life? Nothing. That's what I'm talking about. Top Chef on a microphone. And I will do it till the day I die. Uh, well, I hope everyone has a great weekend. I am excited for this season of Top Chef. Uh, let me know if you're happy to have the Top Chef uh, content back because it's going to be a good season. I can tell. I can feel it in my bones. I can taste it on my lips uh, like uh, garden veggies. Thank you so much for listening. As always, don't forget to rate, review, follow the show with lots more good stuff coming up next week and beyond. So don't forget to subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. You can follow me at Dylan Hafer. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Betches.